Now the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. Greetings and welcome to a Monday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is December 9th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan! Doing great. What a, what a relaxing little news, you know, just sleepy weekend in golf, huh? <laughs> we contemplated a Friday emergency pod for half a second. And then we was like, fuck that, it's the Hero World Challenge, you know? But Pat Reed at least got our radar up on Friday night. The content, you know? the content gods were kind this weekend. Content gods always provide. You know, when we got on here to record, he goes, "You said you you, you like, greeted me with like, you remember when they said there wouldn't be enough to talk about for a three day a week podcast? The content gods always provide. There's too much to talk about here. Yeah. So you have a good weekend though. Otherwise, I had a good weekend. It was it it kicked it got kicked off right with Patty Reed doing this, doing his little uh, shoveling, <laughs> little, little Friday night <laughs> cheating scandal gets you going into the weekend high on life and you know smiling with energy. So yeah. Did uh, you have a good weekend? Well, well, Are you just uh, you're just sitting waiting? Waiting for that baby. I, yeah. I mean, I don't have to do much. My wife is not a happy. My wife apologized at the mo- today, this morning. She goes, Brennan, I'm sorry. It's in advance. I hate everyone right now. I hate everything. I don't want to be around anyone. Like, I'm really pissed off. It's like, all right. Well, so, yeah, re- ready ready to get on. Ready to move on with this. Get the baby. Num- number here, four. So. Number four coming, coming in. Yeah. Coming into the world, huh? <laughs> yeah. When 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 she finally arrives, they're getting induced Monday morning. You know how Miami and now everybody, the Hurricanes, everybody holds up the four, going to the fourth quarter. I think I'm just going to do that in the labor room, number four. Or are you going to go fourth uh, fourth down? You know, four corners, the fourth down, the, the, <laughs> the, the fist. You know. Uh, all right, yeah. Monday morning, I'm out of here. You're, Seven a.m. tomorrow. You ready? We're going in. I mean, I'm ready. I don't have to do anything. I feel horrible for my wife. She's got to do all the work. Man. Um, it's not fair. Okay, let's get to uh, let's get to results, and then we'll we'll have a little fun with Patrick Reed. Uh, I mean, we can go, start. Go. With it. Reed was, you know, he felt he felt snubbed that he didn't win. You know, he felt like that two stroke penalty cost him a win here. Did he say that? I missed that part. <laughs> I, I think he he, he was inferred, indignant he inferred, about that. He inferred, you know that. Two stroke penalty kind of kind of hurt his chances to win. Oh, God, you want to start with Reed? Is that what you want to do? Here? I think we got to start with Reed. I don't. I think uh, it would Reed. be we could say Stenson won the hero by one well, one shot over John Rahm. You don't want to talk about the PNC or anything like that. Let's let's talk the hero. We got Henrik Stenson okay. win. Henrik Stenson wins, beats John Rahm, Tiger. <clears throat> You know, was relevant. Was in there, kind of at the end, and then uh, hiccup, stumbled, coming home, back nine on uh, Saturday. I guess it would be last pa- round. Patrick Reed um, was in the mix. Patrick Reed shot sixty six, sixty six to start the week. The sixty six. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Was that a Friday? No, sixty six, sixty six, seventy four. So the seventy four was a seventy two. So added two at the end of the round. After he was uh, blatantly caught cheating, right? Was was that Friday, bro? I don't know. There, this uh, might have been a bad camera angle, like he suggested, right? You know, Did, the ca- the camera angle looked like it was pulling more sand off that off the out of there than than actually was, <laughs> right? Yeah. I saw you saying that he, you know, the camera angle didn't show how far away from the ball he was. 
What was Jamie Donaldson's tweet? It's like being caught with your neighbor and saying you fell out the window. Yeah. Or like into her whatever bed or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the camera angle excuse sounds like. <laughs> Holds as much water as that. Uh, and, and we'll, all right, let's, let's break this down. Let's clarify I, I, the rule. I to, okay, so it's a waste bunker. I wanted to map this, wait, map this out here. Let's get to the act and then we'll talk about responses from all the different people and parties and what it means. So the act, it's a waste bunker. This is a, a you know a sandy terrain golf course, right? Yeah. Probably would there be grass there if there wasn't a golf course? This isn't native to the. It, it's, I don't know. On. I I couldn't Who tell knows? you. All right, whatever. So there's sand everywhere, footprints everywhere. Uh, but it's, so it's a waste a area. So it's you can yeah, ground. It's a waste area. You can you ground can your club. Ground. You could take practice swings. He's in there. He's in a footprint. So. In a, in a normal, if he was if he was six inches left of his ball and took a practice swing, that's fine, right? Yeah. So yeah, I mean, uh, we watched Tiger. Several players I saw Tiger do that. They splash with a big practice swing. You can do that. Yeah, but off to the side. He's in a footprint, <laughs> and what he does is he takes the back of the club and shovels out of the shovels out on these little practice swings, like he's grounding the club and pulling sand out on the way back twice not once now I, twice now if you're not like a regular golf watcher or you've never watched golf before in your life it might seem subtle it might seem like a little you know oh he was just innocently sweeping back you know taking a practice swing but this was like it's very very obvious to anyone even half trained eye certainly the trained eye certainly the you know, it's it's obvious upon watching it that oh my god, he just removed, you know, a, improving a his fair life. amount of sand, yes, behind his ball and improved. It's now, you know, he made that shot way demon- easier because demonstrably better. It made the shot way easier because he, you know, he didn't have to deal with the sand on the way down into impact because he pulled it out of there, and that's what makes a buried lie like a fried egg or a footprint so difficult. Is that you can't get to the ball first? You're hitting the sand first, you know. Yep. Um, yep. And you don't have so, that clean way to get in. So he just was shoveling it back, not once but twice. Yes. So after the round, improving, is, improving his lie, improving his lie very clearly, uh, able to get to the ball much easier, which you cannot do anywhere on a golf course. Can't do it in a rough. Can't it's not just just because it's sand. Like it's everywhere, right? You can't. You can't. You know. You can't just tap your three wood down to, in the middle of the fairway and, and you know give yourself a nice tee. You know. Uh, you can't do it in some fluffy rough that could. You know, adjust the rough around your ball, behind your ball. This has been the. There's this has been the season of of rules incidents. Uh, I guess. I just, yeah, it feels like we always have that. This fall has just been crazy. Afterwards, I mean, we've all seen it now. Afterwards, Slugger White, they go in, review it. He's given a two-shot penalty. Now, this is for uh, altering, what was it, the line of play? Mm -hmm. Like changing the line of play, improving the line of play. There's no intent question here. So, he's like, intent was not even an issue, whereas... You know, that's the issue with the anchoring, and I actually got a big tip about this with the USGA. Like, they F themselves with adding intent, right? Yes. Guy Like, Loner could say, oh, I didn't, you know, I. there's no intent there to have it jammed into my chest. It just kind of hit it on the way through. Um, but intent was of no issue. Reed couldn't claim, you know, I, I didn't mean to do that, or I was just taking the club back on a practice swing. It was immaterial, which... Had this become an intent issue, that would have been fun to watch the tour. Reed kind of, you know, adamantly defend himself and the tour try to figure out how they could get out of it saving face. In the end, the tour did not save face, in my no, opinion. But <laughs> kind of made themselves look like what uh, what we always say they are. What's that? A PR, a- a- PR, PR agency for the players. Yeah, so we'll, we'll, all right, we'll get into this, I guess. Uh, the act was a clear penalty. The act it, it feels more than a penalty, right? It feels like a, a flagrant abuse well, of the game. And I don't want to be a pearl clutcher here, you know, by 
Like I was defending Miles Garrett. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, like I'm not trying to clutch my pearls on this, but like it's very, very blatant cheating, and it's super sketchy. And he's clearly done it before. We got video from 2015 here. We got video from the Barclays where he won, uh, along with Peter Costas narrating it. He doesn't have the same lie he had a few minutes ago when he was going to hit an iron, and now he's hitting a three wood out of the rough. You saw that, right? I, the Barclays. Yeah. I mean, Costas, at the moment, whatever that Barclays was, he goes, well, he's now hitting a wood. He can't get home, but I'll tell you what, he's not. he doesn't have the same lie he had a few minutes ago when he was taking practice swings with an iron. And someone got at Costas this week about that, and I think he said on Twitter, he's like, he did it, and I stand by it. Like, that happened, and then he won the Barclays. So this is a thing he's done. It feels like... Penalty doesn't feel like the right word. It's it's more than a penalty. This right? is a penalty. Can, well, there are shades of gray here. This is this is along with his history, you know, in college. Right. There were these rumors, and you know, more than rumors. Yeah. So changing scores, altering scores, trying to alter scores. You know, stealing a club from a locker. Apparently, like Patrick Reed's character. It is what it is, right? I mean, this is not, this is my old Sergio Garcia rant. Well, I know, it, and it's it's kind of it was crazy how I always thought it was nuts how like people just started to adore him because of his Ryder Cup heroics, like, and he became this like cult icon for a time period. It's like this guy is not a role model in any way. Anybody should follow, yeah. him. but it. It's a very dangerous situation for the PGA Tour because you can't condone cheating. Right. And that's what he's doing. Like, there. So I, how many times has he done this? Right. We see. We saw at least three on video this week. The, the instant case here, and then two from the past. I looked at... <laughs> yeah. I, I watched... I, I was I watched text, the 28. Yeah, we were texting... <laughs> On Friday, about I that. watched putting my kids to bed. I was like, "Oh, you guys want? You know, I'm gonna watch." I watched the 2018 Masters final round on YouTube. So he's in the bunker on one, bunker on two, like right away, working with some content. And bunker on eight, I think the fairway bunker. But I mean, that's that that Carolina courts or whatever it is. Like it's just it's sitting pretty every time. So can't can report no issues on the on the bunker shots of the final round at least. Um, hey, can I can I play a little music? You can play Imagine Dragons. No, radioactive. That's what that. Carrie Underwood. It's the extended version. What is going on here? All right, let's segue off of that. So, so Carrie you Underwood, you know. Do you think other podcasts pull up a phone and just kind of put it next to the microphone? No, no, they drop it in. That, that kind of production them. value? Yeah. <laughs> um, but Carrie Underwood, she's got, you know, that song. I listened to it after this because, you know, I was uh, one of our... One of our listeners suggested, hey, what's what's going to be Patrick Reed's new walk-up music, you know, after this incident? And, uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, Shaggy Kang already's got, uh, you know, <laughs> that song. So I was, I was like, oh, well, this one. And I was listening, and it's it's kind of Carrie Underwood's spot on in this song. Yeah, She's like, I yeah. got to do all this to this guy so, you know, the next girl doesn't get screwed over because he'll actually think I mean- before he cheats. <laughs> And that's the problem. There is, there's no there's a ramifications here with with Reed. It's a two shot penalty. It's a, he doesn't care. He's hooping and hollering per Eamon Lynch on the on the plane. There's no like this guy should have been kicked off the tour for a certain amount of time. Like he deserves suspension at this point because like now there are three clear examples on tape of him cheating and. At this point, you cannot allow that to be like if somebody like Matt Every is suspended for you know Garagas yeah, is suspended say, yeah. for for THC and stuff. It's like this guy's cheating. 
This is the yeah. integrity of your entire championship. I just think it's like, so that, yes, this is the issue. It's a slippery slope. I mean, like, what is the cost benefit there if you're a player and you're doing this? I mean, Patrick Reed clearly doesn't seem to be someone who cares what the public perception of him is. I think he does to a certain extent, but like, he's okay with being who he is at this point. Like, if this were like Jordan Spieth, like, kind of like, doing this like he has a certain image to uphold right and like but he's not so so like what is the cost benefit of some of these guys doing this it's like i can improve my lie run the risk of getting caught which maybe that's five percent maybe i don't know whatever the percentage is that you get caught and he got caught this week or or i get caught and it's like some nasty tweets and two shots or i could keep trying to improve my lie and there's 95 no, whatever an 80 percent a 60 percent chance i don't get caught that's the slippery slope here is like the He's penalty prob- is not enough the, the two-stroke penalty is not enough deterrent against this the crazy this is the first time he's gotten caught and i'm guessing just this is he's done it hundreds of times and you know what it kind of gets at for me is like <clears throat> these these guys are already the best in the world, and they're just playing such a different game than we are. Then I mean, obviously, but on a number of different levels, right? Like if you do that in like a four ball game with your friends, or a, say it's an actual competitive round, like and they see that, like you are, you are an outcast, right? Yeah. You're you're fucked, or you're getting thrown out of the event. Maybe I maybe they'll give you a two shot penalty. I don't know, but like. And these guys are playing with hot drivers. They're playing with, they're just playing like it's everything just feels a little too cushy and it's a little too rigged. And it feels like it's a member run organization, as we always say. But I, I would like to see these guys challenged a little bit more and have a little greater sense of law and order. And again, it's like almost a slow play example. There's like sort of the shame on social media about it and a fine. But they're not, that's not going to make anyone speed up. No. Maybe the the off chance you actually get caught, you get two shots. Or there's like a greater chance you never get caught. So, so I just think like the, the penalty has to be more than two shots for getting and, caught. And so, and this is, we, we talked a ton about like the driver, to the driver, the illegal driver. And yeah. like, yeah. and where, you know, players got very sensitive about saying that somebody was cheating because they had an illegal driver because they there could be you know i didn't know you know that i had an illegal driver this is this is a very very clear knowingly cheating situation knowingly extremely knowingly flagrant cheating now in any Um, other sport of a very clear cheating leads to Big time ramifications, like big, like Sammy Sosa cork bat, you know. Sure. Uh, sure. PEDs, like you, you're talking zero talent, or like people are suspended for half a season, and I don't think that's right. out of the que- that that if if they said Patrick Reed is take is going to have to take a year off the PGA Tour for this, I would be fine. Like yeah. I wouldn't say that's too severe. Really? Oh, I just. I, I mean, I I think it's a good example. I, 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 think, I yeah. I mean, at this point, there has to be some deterrence factor here because there's no deterrence factor in a two shot penalty, and they're do this guy's doing this at the hero. We're like, the, the, think about the Barclays where he did it in I one. Know. It's a FedEx Cup event, and there's so much more to gain. Yeah. And think about what happens on Thursday and Friday morning when you're right, when you're the right. then there's nobody following you and nobody like how many golf balls has he found that might have been out of bounds, you know? Yeah. I mean th- yeah. This is this is a thing. The t- this is a thing you hear about. I mean, I'm sorry but like I, there's this image of these guys like, you know, whatever, Herbert Warren Wind writing about the grand gentleman of the game like not everyone is that. Fortunately, it seems like most are, but like not everyone is. I heard a story this this year about a, a a prominent American player moving his ball and someone seeing it. Someone saw it and and he didn't he, he moved his ball and he didn't think it was anyone was looking. Uh, there was there. I've heard this 
this specific act several times a couple guys are notorious for it doing like the little fluffing action in the rough behind the ball like this is a thing that happens i'm sorry it is it's you know this when there's billions of dollars at stake most players might play by the rules but there are going to be a handful that cheat yep all right so the act is flagrant. We all saw it Friday. It's cheating. The punishment should be much more substantial. Let's get to the response from all. What, what do you think? What do you think the punishment should be? Um, I don't know. I, I, six events. I don't know. Six, two months. I think. I think. Months. I. I would say. He has to sit out until. Uh, through the Masters, including the Masters. Yeah. I mean, the Masters isn't the PGA Tour, know, so they can a, do whatever they want. I would say maybe up till the Masters, he has to sit up. You know, I emailed, I emailed the Masters last year after the Sergio went crazy stuff. You know, like because when in the heat of it, right? Like when he was damaging greens, it was like this is like I've never, no one's ever seen anything like this. You know, you do it once, but then you kept doing it for five. I emailed and asked, like, do you guys would you guys consider like revoking his invitation? They're like, we're not going to comment on this. Of course. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they would do anything, right? They're not going to do anything to Patrick Reed. Well, it, I, I'd be really interested to see if they have a uh, video of everything. Like he might not have done it in that last round, but do you do it another time? You know, like it, it, that's like the, the crazy thing. It's like what you start, start to look is like, how many times did he, did he cheat? Like, you know, in, in, in my mind, like with, with evidence like firsthand evidence from Costas, like he should have that title revoked. Right, right. All right, let's. Uh, we'll get into the response. Let's do an ad read, but we'll talk about Slugger's response. Patrick, oh, Slugger, response. the the big party on the plane. You know, Europeans, Presidents Cup people, kind of taking their runs. So I think there's a lot of different angles to keep talking about this. But let's do a quick ad read for. Uh, an old friend, yeah. an old friend rejoining us here at the holiday. You know, they never went away. We're just kind of discussing uh, future future activation, future partnerships. I don't want to get into too much marketing. So. Yeah, you don't want to. Bixby. Don't wanna, yeah, they're back. Every, Bixby is back. They never, they never went anywhere. I know. People are asking us. It's like, no, we just we want to be measured and playing it out this way. But they're here for a week, President's Cup week. We're partnering up again. A uh, little holiday time partnership. Uh, you know, you know, Australians love coffee. So if you know, this is a perfect week to bring bring Bixby into the fold. Here is it's a it's a right, week where you know that the country that the President's Cup is being held in are notorious coffee snobs, and and all coffee you love talking about that. all coffee all coffee drinkers. Love Bixby. You love talking snobs. About that. You know, you're just regular. You know, I gotta just throw it in the Keurig. Bixby's great for all all levels of coffee aficionados. Okay, so let's get to the nuts and bolts here before we go off the rails. Um, so there's a special code: twenty percent off this holiday gift pack and gift gift subscriptions for Shotgun Start listeners. Uh, the holiday gift pack as I see it, is three 12-ounce bags of the signature tail wagon blend, the winter blend, which I was sent and I think is money. It has hints of like, I want to say chocolate and cinnamon, milk chocolate and cinnamon in it. So that's pretty good, in my opinion. My wife loves that. And uh, a, a 12-ounce bag of the single origin organic Peruvian. So three bags, uh, three 12-ounce bags of ground coffee, one steeped bag in this gift pack. Should we tell them what uh, the prom- little promo code we've come up for, yeah. for this? 20% off of this. What's the promo code? The, what do we want to go with? The promo code is, we'll, we'll cover this after after this ad read, but we're sluggers comment about Patrick Reed. We, we figured we'd, <laughs> we'd make it a ceremonial promo code. So slugger called Patrick Reed a gentleman. Couldn't have been more of a gentleman. <laughs> An absolute gentleman. So, and we like to think of our listeners, gentle ladies, gentle women, but we've got to keep it one word here for the promo code. So uh, the, the, the Bixby pro- promo drinkers. Co- <laughs> promo code is gentleman. Gentleman. That's singular. M-A-N. Gentleman. Uh, will be the promo code for 20% off the holiday gift pack and a gift subscription. So I, I think... 
This is an actual gift you know people will use, right? Yeah, everybody like it's, drinks It's coffee. like something <laughs> you have to consume it. You're gonna, yeah, you're, people are going to appreciate it. They're going to drink it. They're going to use it. It's not like, you know, people always rip on like gifts like socks. Under, like generally, those are things you will use. Coffee is like 100% will be used. People will appreciate it. One of my favorite Bill Simmons lines was that, you know, the height of every day, the greatest part of every day oh, is that first one. sip of coffee. From there, from then on, everything goes downhill. So yep. be a part, give the gift of coffee. Be a part of everybody's best part of their day. You couldn't, couldn't be a better part. And just a reminder for anybody that's a new listener, Bixby, the thing that makes Bixby special is they, they ship the bags, ship your Keurig pods, your, your ground, your beans, the day they roast them. So like at the grocery store, you're getting like six-month-old coffee, if that. might be like a year old. Like this coffee is roasted the day it's the freshest coffee you can get. So that's BixbyCoffee.com. Use the code gentleman, M-A-N, singular. Uh, promo code gentleman for 20% off a holiday gift pack and a gift subscription for shotgun start listeners only. We'll have some other promos this week as we uh Reunite with Bixby. Again, BixbyCoffee.com. Our old friends, they were our first sponsor, our first partner, big-time listeners. Miles, his whole crew are uh, shotgunners, I guess would be the term you'd use. So they've been with us, and you guys have uh, jumped in and supported them as well. So this is a this is a nice little holiday uh, promo. All right. Should we get back to uh, Patrick Reed? Yeah. Let's should get- we just do like four and a half hours of Patrick Reed? I got to go to the delivery room tomorrow. I'm still talking Patrick Reed. Okay. Uh, so the act is I mean, is we, could, t- is. we could it's talk cheating. about Spieth's speech, speech week. What about it? Uh, another bad week. Gift, so gift, Patrick to Reed, sta- gift to state. He might not be in the WGCs next year. Really? Hmm. Okay. So Patrick Reed's quotes, the camera angle one is just laughably terrible. This is a later subsequent quote. There's not really anything that's going to be said or done that's going to really derail me at the end of the day when I go out there and play golf, especially next week. I'm playing with my team and for the whole country. Speak for yourself. And at the end of the day, nothing's going to get in my way. I think we I think uh, we should unite as a country and say we don't want Patrick Reed's points. That, that's the issue. He's going to wrap himself in the flag again. I think that worked in 2014, 2016, but the jig is up. I, I think like even the most kind of simple idiot out there that just sees, you know, stars and stripes and immediately like thinks Patrick Reed is all of a sudden good isn't going to fall for it this time, in my opinion. Especially after like, and here's the issue. So, so all right, that's his response. Second response is we got a tweet from Eamon Lynch saying that you know they're whooping it up on the plane ride over. I heard this this morning as well from a second hand from a person that like they're acting like never happened. So not only is it like dragging Patrick Reed down, it's like same as France. He's making his team like he's putting his team in a terrible spot, too. And they're going to look like chumps as well. So we've gotten really no critical response from uh, the American side. One thing I did find interesting inside a uh, Brentley Romine article on GolfChannel.com, uh, Ricky Fowler. This is the only slightly critical thing I've seen. So after walking out of scoring on Friday, Fowler caught a glimpse of the replay on a nearby television. Told that officials were reviewing the tape to decide whether or not it was a penalty, Fowler responded, I don't even know what you have to review. So, I mean, that's critical, relatively speaking, right? I don't even know what you have to review. Like, for Ricky to say, like, it's very obvious that's a penalty... Maybe maybe Ricky wouldn't use the word cheating, but he, Fowler, I, I assume Brentley caught him walking out of scoring or something, and, and or he was walking by and saw it on a screen. That's the only like slightly critical thing I've seen from an American team member. So I think again that the whole team approach. I mean, Justin Thomas can't be comfortable with it. I hope. I think right. I I don't know. Maybe Bryson probably doesn't give a shit. It just feels like he's now putting the whole team in a really uncomfortable position because it's about to get heated. This is about to be 
Um, maybe for Patrick, he thinks everything's just normalized because he falls right into the lap of a team event the next week. But for everyone else, it's horrible timing because now they got to speak on his behalf. It's yeah, it's crazy. I think, I think we, we got to talk about Slugger and his comments. You're right. So the PGA Tour, I mean, the, the Slugger White Friday afternoon press conference in uh, in the beginning of December. How about that? He, he said. <laughs> That's true. Like who looked I mean, like, who looked worse there? Patrick Reed was like had sweat pouring out of him, like he had just been caught, you know, cheating. And and Slugger looked like he wanted to be anywhere else in the world, but in front of microphones trying to explain what happened. And I have a certain I have a certain amount of sympathy for Slugger. He, he put his foot in his mouth with the slow play comments. Like that's those will those will follow him forever, uh, in the Golf Digest article. And so now he's throwing right out there to the wolves, and like this just isn't his forte. He called him unbelievable. Said he was a perfect gentleman, 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 gentleman over and over again, as we just alluded to in the promo code. Uh, it. it I don't know. It's a member-run organization. This is the other issue. The members need to step up, and someone needs to not be okay with it. Someone needs to. There need to be powerful voices. Tiger clearly has not done that. I'm a little disappointed in Tiger, quite honestly. Like you need leaders of the game in this member-run organization to hold their other members. Accountable. Yes. So Slugger. I mean, Slugger's just taking these cues. Like he, he's not an external. He's not like a USGA official at a USGA event. What do you think would have happened if this had happened at a USGA event? I, I think it would have been similar. They just wouldn't use the word gentleman. And try I think to they would have DQ'd for him. His, you think so? Mm-hmm. They didn't DQ Phil at Shinnecock for running and putting. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just, I mean, the guy almost came back and won the tournament. But here's he the thing. should have been Even playing. If, <laughs> I know it's crazy. Here's the other like thing: like if though, you do that, something that, crazy in a basketball game, you get fucking kicked out. So like if P- you the, if you go target somebody in the NFL and go try head hunting, you get thrown out of the game. If you cheat, well, that's if issue. you cheat in golf, you should be kicked out of the tournament at the very least. Right. Well, again, we're getting back into it. Again, there are levels to this. Not every two-shot penalty is created equal. And like so there's that's why there's like a roughing the passer penalty and there's taking a guy's helmet off and trying to murder him. Yeah. Like there are there are different there's I don't know. Just it just feels like there there should be greater shades than just everything's a two-shot penalty. You should have been DQ'd. My issue when you talk giving the USGA hypothetical they would say, like, it was a clear violation. He's penalized two shots. With the PGA Tour, we somehow have to bring his character into it, right? We have to cover for his character and talk about how he was a gentleman. Well, it's just so ridiculous. It's so- it just it shows, like, they are incapable. And this is actually becoming, I think there's going to become a growing issue here between the drivers, between the slow play, with this, where if I'm a player that plays quickly along the allotted time, plays by the rules and knows that I'm not using an illegal driver. I'm I'm pissed, frankly, at the PGA Tour and the way they administer the rules of the game. Cuz it's a joke. They aren't rules. It's like a I mean optional rule. Like half the rules are it, optional. It does feel so far away like it does feel like it's inching more and more to the WWE thing like you're getting at. Like this is <laughs> You're so pleased with yourself that I brought that up. Um, Everybody said, a lot, people, a, a lot of people said that take was crazy. It doesn't look so crazy uh, one year later. He, gave, he did this little knowing headlock, started smiling like the Grinch. Uh, so that was my point earlier about the game. Just Jeff Ogilvie, I think, had that old quote of like, or maybe it was Michael, what, some of those, uh, one of those Australian guys said, like, the game at the highest level and, and for the amateurs has never felt farther apart. And it just feels like the PGA tour is widening that gap. It's like this closed door circle jerk, right? This closed door party where the rules aren't, the rules are applied in the most, you know, benign way. The drivers are 
unlike anything. The equipment's unlike anything you're getting. And I'm talking not about like us. I'm talking about like web tour players. I'm talking about like upcoming amateurs. I'm talking about uh, guys at the fringes trying to break through the walls of this closed door party. You guys- it just feels like it's farther apart than everything, inching closer and closer to just being um, like a separate and distinct club that's harder to break into. It's, it, it, golf has always been applauded because it's the ultimate meritocracy but it the pga tour is becoming less and less of one you got guys getting exemptions because they've made 300 cuts in their career for a year you know they get a (laughs) year fucking exemption and to go play stinky golf that takes a spot away from you know a player that's more deserving um you got guys cheating you got illegal drivers you you're you got you got Eight million dollar purses week in and week out, and you can't test fucking drivers before every round. Like it's it's just a crazy situation, and in the the way they there's no checks and balances to the system. It's just whatever the players want. I know. So okay, and that's so the crazy thing. Over... Why if I if I'm Justin Thomas or if I'm right. if I'm Tiger, I I'm be going I, I'd be going irate about this. Yeah, super disappointing about the flight, the flight intel, and how it's just like everyone on the team is like pretending like it didn't happen. Allegedly, if you were on the team, you know we're dealing in like fantasy land here because we'd never be in that situation. It just feels like I, I just don't know that I'd be okay with it. I, I, I don't know that I'd act like it never happened. I think I would. It, it's a really shitty spot because you also have to go and play this team event these next week you, you can't bear it can you bury patrick reed can you do that when they have their press conference on whatever tuesday wednesday what do you do if you're on the team if you're another american if you're uh, i don't know who all, all these who, who's on the team justin thomas bryson dechambeau gary woodland tony fee now gary woodland like i i just it's not gonna happen ricky might be might, who has the cachet ricky tiger Tiger, Tiger's the one that has to say something. And he doesn't see, he's like, we're just going to play and play. We're going to hear it. So, all right. So the American response has been impotent. The PGA Tour response is kind of uh, gross, shameful almost. Uh, um, The international response, a little more biting. A little spicy. (laughs) Wait, I just want to say good on Ricky for at least. It seems like a visceral reaction to say, like, I don't even know what there is to review. And maybe he didn't even know, like, he was taught. I, I don't know. But good on Ricky for at least approaching the line of criticism. But uh, it's kind of sad that that is the line. Um, internationally speaking, that's a, that's a little more spicy. We have. Uh, do you think that do Jamie you think the IOC might step in and say he's he's not allowed to play in the Olympics? I don't give a shit. I, I don't know. I didn't contemplate the IOCs. Who well, cares? I, I, I'm just thinking about That's stuff. That's the most minimal started, impact. Well, I started thinking about the cycling, the mechanical doping. You know, if you get caught cheating in cycling, oh, here we go. you get like here a two-year ban. IOC. I feel like if well, you so get... what is that? One get, Olympics? If you get caught cheating, I feel like you should be banned. <laughs> uh Okay. All right, so so we have uh, multiple people on the international side now taking runs at it. They're they're ready. Uh, Cameron Smith, the best. I one. hope the crowd. Uh, well, okay, so we'll start with the least best one, the lesser one. Mark Leishman. So they better give him ammo. That was not a good look. This gives the fans lots of ammo to take a run at speed. Right at Reed. Nice. Or at Reed. I'm sorry. Shit. Sorry to bring you into this, Jordan. <laughs> it didn't look. It didn't look too good for him. Uh, Leishman said on Saturday at the Australian Open, the opportunities are there for the crowd. Put it that way. I think he's definitely opened a door there that he's brought on himself, as long as it's not disrespectful. Never want to cross the line, but I think there's some pretty good ammo there, isn't it? Uh, Then we have Cam Smith, another Australian at home this week. When asked if the fans would give it to him. I hope so. I don't have any sympathy for anyone that cheats using the C word out and out using the C word, which I don't know that too many people have used. I don't have any sympathy for anyone that cheats. I hope the crowd absolutely gives it to not only him, but everyone on the American team next week. Uh, If you make a mistake, maybe once you could maybe understand, but to give it a bit of a bullshit response, like the camera angle, that's pretty up there. 
Cam Smith. I've been riding for Cam Smith for years. I've been I've been in his corner. I mean, I've, it's it's very it's you know personal and there has no real reasoning behind it. Other than my dad once played with him and he was a nice guy, so I got on his bandwagon. But uh, you love to see it. I mean, those are PGA Tour members too. Cam Smith, Leishman lives in Florida, I think. Smith might live down there too, but they're also. They're not. On, they're on the opposing team. The whole dynamic of this rolling right into a team event is amazing. It's amazing. To me. It is. What did you make of Cam Smith's response? I, I think this is the response that you know most tour pros should have. They should be disgusted. I mean, guys cheating, and it's like we have talked about already. It's not the first time. I think I'm done right. talking about this. Okay. Good. Are you done? Is there any point? Yeah, I just again the only thing is the standard that was set that scares me. Where the guys that stand over a ball, there's a cost benefit there. Yeah, it's it's off chance I get caught. It's only two shots, so it's all right. Yeah, beneficial to cheat, you know. Makes the president's <laughs> makes the president's cup uh, much more interesting, wouldn't you say? Uh, yeah, it does. It it makes it quite interesting. Um, kind of spicy. I think is that your expert? I just Go think ahead. that uh, I don't know. If I was Tiger, I'd probably like sit him until Sunday. Really? Kind of love that. All right. Well, I'm going to run through Presidents Cup schedule right here because we will not be. Uh, I'm going. I'm going to be gone. I think I'm going to be gone for the Wednesday episode, but we'll see. So that's going to start Wednesday night at 5:30 to midnight. Is day one action. Then Thursday, 7 p.m. to midnight. You know how they split this up. So yeah. we'll be starting Wednesday like at 5.30. Pretty right awesome. Dinner time. It's kind of sweet, right? Yeah, really sweet. <laughs> All right, should we get into results then from the weekend? Yeah, yeah, let's talk about results. In, in Oz, the Australian Open, uh, Matt Jones wins uh, with a par on the 18th hole after Louis, the mattress king. Mattress king no more, former mattress king. Mattress King Emeritus? What should we call him? Uh, All Avis team. Mr. Avis. All Avis team. He, 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 Eagles, the 18. He padded another. He got one more Avis finish in before the end of the decade. A national, a national Open. <laughs> Snuck it in before the end. He got four, his uh, 14th runner-up in, in the decade. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. So he made an eagle on the 18th, and Jones, uh, Matt Jones needed a par, but kind of made a mess of it. Uh, thought, well, I guess he got some bad info. Thought he needed a bogey, but he like had a shitty punch out. Was you know left it in the wood chips, uh, but got up and down, made an awesome up and down from in front of the green uh, to win. Yeah, the Australian Open. There were three British Open or Open Championships qualifying spots. So let's go to Jones, Aaron Pike. And Takumi Kanaya. Yeah, he made a birdie on the last hole to get one. I assumed he got one via the Asian Pacific Amateur. Which, well, he didn't. I, he, I thought he he finished runner up this year. Is that? Yeah, right? I think he. That's what Smartin kept saying. He lost in a oh, playoff. That's right. that's right. That's right. Yeah, he said. So he's yeah, not I think he like Smartin said that like six times last week. I know. I don't know why. Once you get things in your head, it's like the Keith Scott Pelly thing. I'm just I feel like Kanaya might yeah. get a special exemption in to the Masters. I would I seems well within the the round, you know, the qualifications we've seen in the past. Seems worthy of it. So he's in the open. Uh Matt Jones wins the Australian Open. Did you see this Good Paul event. Casey quote? Uh no, I saw the gist of it. Just it's the second best national open. He said, what, what, what he it? said, yeah, so this could have been considered and maybe should have been considered a fifth major. This would be a very cool one. Paul Casey, how about that? Yeah, what a thoughtful guy. Uh, the hero we already went over, Henrik Stenson won. PNC, father, son. Oh, what happened? I watched a little bit of this on uh, yesterday. The Loners won in a playoff. Bernhard and uh, I don't have his son's name immediately, but he anchors his son. No way. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He put, he made the putt, I think, to win it. I think he made an eagle putt. Uh, How come? I, I love that. I got you going. I'm, 
the sun I'm, anchors. I'm sure he didn't them. intend on anchoring, though. <laughs> if he did. Uh, what's his name? I want to give him his due. Jason. Jason Lahner. Looks like. Yeah. He made an eagle on the first playoff hole. Right down the line. Took, but, down, yeah, took down the goosens. Yeah, the goose. The goosen. Uh, kind of interesting. Looks like he might play at Penn. I don't know. He was wearing a U Penn hat. So. <sighs> I'm surprised he wasn't anchoring. That's all. So that's your father-son challenge. I, you know what I love about the father-son? The little John Daly stuff is the aggregation train is out of the station and running, choo-choo, down the tracks, run away. But I do love it because it re-familiar, reacquaints us with the brand Etonic. You know, little John Daly wearing this giant, like, flat bill, huge, like, top. I don't know how to describe the hat. Yeah, it goes, yeah. It's very high off his head. I love the Etonic I didn't know Etonic was still... I think my mom might wear Etonics. I don't know, but I didn't know they were still humming. They're still alive in the world. They were a great, you know... Except every 90s, year when little John Daly appears on screen. 90s, 90s golf brand. They were kind of up there with Tommy Armour. Remember the 845 Silver Scots? Yeah. Great sure. irons. Etonic shoes. I mean... Orlebar was probably a little after that, but this is this is the era that we're talking about. Uh, Orlebar was yeah. sick; they were hot. There was like a there was like a two month period where like I had this Orlebar five wood that I would just I, I, it was like felt like I could do anything with it. Um, you got then there's the Adam tight Adam's tight lies back tight then. Lies. Yeah. Sure. yeah, we should do a whole segment on '90s golf brands, forgotten '90s golf brands. Maybe we should do that. Uh, so here's a uh, father son are the Loners. Etonic is just my favorite part of it. And uh, Mauritius Open, Rasmus Hojgaard. Hojgaard wins. He's 18 years old. Wins the Mauritius Open. He's from uh, Denmark. Wow. He's, he's the youngest to win on the European Tour since Matteo Manassero. So he's only 18. He beat. Uh, excuse me. Beat Antoine. Rosner and Renato Perator in a playoff. He eagled. I think it was the third playoff hole to win. Tom so. Tom Dietrich in there too. One shot back. Lots of lots of guys. Mauritius, eighteen year old, Mauritius. I like how they made him take a take his shoes socks off. He had to go into the water, take a shot of the, for a picture with the trophy. How about that one trophy? The nut. Yeah. The Seychelles. <laughs> Peter Fowler won that. Ricky's dad on the Seychelles. Uh, it's not Ricky's dad, just to be clear. It's a um, terrible trophy. Why is it a terrible trophy? It's, in, it's a nut that's like indigenous to the area. It's didn't need to be so big. Maybe it could have been a bowl of nuts. I don't know why it's one giant nut. Why is it so bad? Because it's, it's got an entendre of other things? It's just got... I mean... <laughs> It's like that the the women's trophy that looks like a penis. <laughs> you finally you were giggling over there. You finally let it go. What does it look like? A you butt? know, you know, you, you, you know, you know, he kissed it <laughs> during the ceremony. No, yeah. no, he did. Yeah, he did. I'm fascinated by the Stay Shore tour. Yeah, the European uh, seniors. They're out in the Seychelles. I could be convinced to go to the Seychelles to play golf. Uh, and then the Magical Kenya Ladies Open. Esther Henselite wins on the L.E.T., wins the Magical Kenya Ladies Open, and wins the uh, Order of Merit on that tour. Mm-hmm. Congrats to Esther. That's, uh, that's... All right. Those are your results. That's all I got. A lot of Patrick Reed. No news. I don't A lot think... of eventful golf. I don't think there was really any Slug. other news. Anything that Slugger worked. White got canceled on Twitter. Like, I mean, I, I couldn't believe the fury. People want him gone. They want him wait, o- wait, out of Slugger, their lives. Wait, wait, Slugger White got canceled on Twitter. I mean, you know, you know the whole cancel culture phenomenon. Okay, yeah, yeah, that whole thing. I thought, I thought like Slugger White is canceled. I thought we can't hear from him anymore. Get him out of our public life. This is, it's just a, it's really bad that P, uh, that Sluggers Slugger. This has been a tough year for Slugger. 
you would you would so just to be clear again, you'd put Patrick on ice until April, mid April. I think. Is that what you're saying through the Masters? I mean, maybe maybe let him come back for the Masters, but I I don't know. I I just think when you when you blatantly cheat, when you cheat in a sport, mm-hmm. said sport typically yeah. bans you. Yeah. There has to be like a All huge right. penalty <clears throat> when you cheat. I agree. Like the that's the thing. There's we have three instances. It's not like this is a single one-time thing. Right, right. Well, it sounds like it was a friendly plane ride over. All right. Everyone, enjoy your Mondays. Get off to a good start to this week. Uh, I will be... Yeah, good luck. Be becoming a dad again. I think this is going to be a great week with this President's Cup. It's going to be awesome. Late night golf. You know, primetime golf. 5.30 is not late at all. You're going to be You're going to so. be up anyways. You know, with the new new yeah. new baby, kind of worked out perfectly. Yeah, going to be interesting. Uh, so enjoy your Mondays. We will be back. I may not be here for uh, Wednesday's episode. We may have a fill in. Oh, wait crazy. one second. What? I, I almost forgot about you're, this. You're exclaiming. We've got one what? one uh, big result from last year. From last, last week. week, yeah. Ben what? Poland. What? Made his first start on the minor league golf tour, and he won the Joey D Tour Championship, ten grand check. The tour Championship, yeah, oh, on the mi- on the minor shit. league tour. Ten grand, holy cow! He 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 uh, held off Dan McCarthy. Oh, oh, really? Yeah, he's a shotgun start favorite. Yeah. Guy got screwed by inter- uh, injury, right? And uh, Eric Cole. What held the first round lead? Can I just the uh, <clears throat> did you see the purse for the PNC Father Son Challenge? It's like double any web tour event. So ridiculous! <laughs> it's like one point two or three. It's how ridiculous! How uh, you talk about ten grand on the minor league golf tour? I forgot about this. Is like this little hit and giggle at the Ritz in Orlando, and. Uh, that drives me crazy. Does does like the kid get that cut? Like I just don't understand. I don't either. One point yeah. is that is there some ramifications for amateur status for the kids? <laughs> I wonder about. That. Yeah, like their dad's the, probably going to give them a ton of money if they win that thing. So the total purse was one point oh eight five million, with the winner getting two hundred k. So. It's you know four hundred thousand more. Than, if you're if you're uh, playing in that and you're you win with your kid, how much money are you giving your kid? Depends on how well he played and what he did. I mean, I, I don't know. True love, whatever. I'm sure. With, I don't know. You give him fifty fifty. I'm sure most guys split it. Yeah, right? that's I think the right thing to do. So it's like how how's that not a professional tournament? <laughs> right, that makes sense. I don't. know. It's crazy. I mean, if you're just taking whatever, the dad probably banks it, right? And then you just, it's an allowance and another form of payment some way or down the line, right? Yeah. You can take money from your parents and stay an amateur. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. That's that's our little <laughs> digression to end the show. Enjoy your Mondays, and uh, we will talk to you on Wednesday.